Attention all Challenge fans. There is a ton of great Challenge merchandise at the Paramount Shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official Challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything The Challenge at ParamountShop.com and take 20% off with code CHALLENGE20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Challenge products with code CHALLENGE20 at ParamountShop.com. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast where we go behind the scenes of the challenge double agents. And this is the last episode of the season. Today we're getting into part two of what has already been a truly insane reunion. Yes, and we're going to get into all of those betrayals, the hookups, and the best moments from this season. And we'll be interviewing the man behind the curse, the winner of $50,000 this season, Mr. Corey Wharton, big baby daddy. The man of the hour. So stick around for that. All right, Anissa, should we get started? Let's go. So let's get into the second part of the reunion. I know that when we left the first part of the reunion, they were giving us a little teaser of this Nelson and Fessy beef. Yeah. I mean, I wish Nelson would have been there to be able to talk to Fessy. But um, like he face was, to face. He was stuck in a hotel room, but in New York, like, which is the funniest thing so of all. So close. It's just such so a Nelson close, thing Nelly to happen. T. Like, I love Nellie to death. But this is, like, truly the most Nelson-ism thing that could occur. Because he unfortunately missed his COVID testing, gets to New York. It, like, didn't work with the COVID protocols that production was working with. So unfortunately, he had to sit in a hotel room in New York while we were all literally right up the block, but he had to Skype it or Zoom into this reunion, which is pretty much hilarious. Yeah, but shout out to Nelly for the cute hat. I think this was um, Nelly's first time, I think, you know, watching him really be able to like articulate his feelings because I think he gets like really hyped up and like emotional Mm -hmm. about stuff and it's hard for him to really explain it, but... I think he did a really good job keeping his cool. I think he did a great job at, like, really expressing himself without, like, getting angry. And yeah, absolutely. Like, getting to the core of the issue, like, bro, I thought we were friends. You know, like, all you had to do was apologize. Like, I'm a phone call yeah. away. So he was really open to Fessy apologizing. I think it's because Fessy sent him a long-ass text message instead. Yeah. And like, I like what Cam said, because there was this one point when they were obviously trying to come to a conclusion, but like both of them obviously have their feelings about this. But Cam was like, listen, all he wants is like an apology as a friend. Like you don't have to have a butt in there. You don't need your rebuttal of why you did it. We get it. It's a game. But as Mm -hmm. a friend, he's hurt. So it's like, can you just do that? And I think that like this is a really big, I don't know if it's a growing experience for Fessy, but I think that like... It kind of has to be. How can you not have all of this out there in the open? And how can you not see it from somebody's point of view? Like Nelson, like he, like you said, he really spoke really well about his feelings. And like we all really understood where he was coming from. But obviously Fessy had a completely different side because Fessy was saying, you know, they weren't even that close. And there was this business transaction between the two of them that went south. And -hmm. obviously they weren't going to divulge that information because like that's probably really personal. But like what were your thoughts on, on that, Anissa? I think it's tricky when you do get into business, especially with friends or family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Like, I don't know every detail. I mean, I've heard the story. It's not my business to speak on it because I don't, I'm not going to do that story justice and it's, it's not my business. So, right, um, yeah. I think that Nelson just thought, Hey, we're cool. Like you didn't need to do that to me. 
And totally. I think that was his and bottom line, like, just just apologize and we'll move on. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see, you know, some closure for them as friends. But, you know, I think Nelson made it really clear that there was no way that they were ever going to work together again. So I'm really interested to see how that all kind of plays out. Me too. <gasps> we're going to find out. <laughs> All right, let's get into some more blowups this season because we got to see them, which was pretty freaking ferny. We saw the CT and Josh one over the pizza with Casey. That one kills me. And then we see you and Lolo. So which one should we go into first? Let's go to CT and Josh because it's funny. Yeah, it's so good, dude. Like, I mean, when you're drunk in a challenge house, how can no, that not happen? You have to tell, like, every night that we came back from the igloo, and that was, like, mm-hmm. twice a week, we made pizza. Even if we got home from a challenge, like, that was too long. We made pizza. Like, we were some pizza-making fools in an oven that had no space for all those pizzas. (laughs) People were putting them on the bottom with no rack. I'm not going to say who did it, Josh. Um, Josh was famous for walking away from pizzas and just leaving them there. And Bernie would be like, oh, man. I'm like, you left. You You don't leave your stove when you're cooking or your, you know, your oven. So the best part for me of that fight was, She's, like, hysterically crying in there, bro. Mm-hmm. Casey is dry-eyed, <laughs> drunk, and all just wants pizza. Yeah. But, you know, Josh, he's such a lover. He's such a friend that, like, anything that, like, possibly seems like people are hurting his friends, he just steps in. Like, he's, like, that protective older brother. He, like, doesn't want anybody messing with his friends or family. So he steps in right away. And, of course, CT is just not the guy, you know? Like, CT and Josh had a blow up in War of the Worlds, too, as well. You didn't – you weren't there for that season. But, like, they have this – they have this kind of history of, like, getting, you know, a little drunk and blowing up on each other and then being like, "Eh, sorry. (laughs) Like, it's, like, not a I think that's, that's how guys are in general. Like, fist fight at the bar and be like, yo, bro, my bad. They're like, yo, it's yeah. okay, bro. Yeah, totally. Like, if we did that, we'd probably never speak to each other again. Like, mm. it's very different. Men are, like, very barbaric in that sense. Yeah. And then just, like, silly and then make up. Let's talk about the you and Lolo incident. Oh, because I'm with you on this one. Like you said, if if you sign up for this game, then that's kind of what you sign up for. Like, this is the challenge. Have you seen the show? <laughs> I mean, she acted like I put both hands around her neck and then yeah. put her face in the water trying to drown her. Mm-hmm. I actually, I mean, I got her the first time. I don't know how I got her in, but by any, by any means necessary, I'm going to get your ass in the mud. It's called all brawl. Like, we're mm-hmm. all supposed to be brawling. Like, right. All the girls were pushing each other. Like, mm-hmm. this is what we came here for. Right. It's we're all in the water. I didn't, it wasn't like you were on cement. You know what I mean? I knew, I'm very familiar with these kinds of things. So I knew, I know my strengths. Yeah. You know, this is one of them. But the second time was not to choke her. I was really just trying to get up out of the mud and I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Once you get to a point in your 30s, you need assistance when you stand up. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you can't just like jump up on your both feet. You have to like use one hand on something <laughs> to make sure your, your knees are stable enough to stand up. So I used her as a helpful accessory. As I didn't helpful. use her, you know. Yeah. I wasn't. My intentions were to hurt her. But whoa, was she ready to fight me? Dude, like you said, Anissa, it's called All Brawl. It wasn't Cuddle Puddle. You know what I mean? You yeah. all might have been in a Cuddle Puddle, but it wasn't for cuddling. Right. Like, it was right. for it brawling. Was a, it was a slow archaeological <laughs> dig in the <laughs> yeah. water. We were like little hippos. And then... Little hippos. It's so cute. Then once you found it, the artifact, it was, you know, we were ready to go. Yeah. So 100%. the only thing I really was upset about was that... We had just done the helicopter thing, right? Where yeah. Teresa was telling everybody not to 
do anything. And she paid attention to that. She was really bummed. Lola was so bummed that she even tried to help Teresa out and or, mm. like, not fight for it. So before that, I'm like, Lolo, like, even though you're my, you're my personal competition and probably a lot of other girls who would consider themselves strong, like, you're competition. Like, you're yeah. gr- in great shape. Like, you have a great chance of yeah. winning some of these. So I told her, I'm like, give yourself a fair shot. Don't listen to what anyone says. Play. Like, yeah. allow yourself to play this game. And then we go into all brawl and I take her ass out after giving her all this uh, heartfelt mm. advice that I really, really was sincere about. But when you get into game mode, I'm like, it's life or death for me out there. Like, yeah. if I don't perform well, or one of my girls doesn't perform well, I could be going in again. I feel that. Right. So I apologize, Let's, Lolo, for, you know, giving you that advice. I know how it could seem a little weird. I'm with you. Listen, hopefully these apologies and your feelings get through the airwaves and she'll hear it. And then that'll be the end of it. And we can just move on because I don't think it was you know a big what, deal. You know what I'm upset about? Josh not defending me because he was defending everybody else. I want him defending <laughs> during brawl. Yeah, That's right. That's what he I does. wanted. We're going to tell Josh if he doesn't defend us in the future for things that does that don't apply to him, that we're going to feel like he doesn't actually like us. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to be a lot of defending. I think he tries to save people. Like, yeah. Oh, God, they're about to talk, attack Fessy. I should come in here and tell them what really happened so that, you know, it can take the heat off him. His intentions are always – Josh always has good intentions. Always, always. Like, it is so nice when you're in the hot seat to have a friend step in and be like, hey, listen, like, chill out. Like, leave my friend alone. I think that, like – I know people get annoyed by Josh because he steps in when he's supposedly not to. But like he said on that stage, you know, Amber was like, you know, Josh, you always step in. You always have to say something. He was like, yeah, well, we're at a reunion. We're here to talk. And he had so true like we are all there to talk all of our voices matter sure maybe you don't want to hear josh's at that time i totally get it but when it comes down to it he's allowed to talk and he's allowed to defend his friend and i love friends that go out of their way to defend me so it's like i don't know you're welcome (laughs) thank you you. (laughs) (laughs) no but but in all fairness if i can look at it from both sides i guess i play devil's advocate Mm -hmm. i wanted to hear what these people had to say yeah and i know that josh is doing i know josh's intention is good and i love him for it but I wanted to see how these people would react to some of these hard questions. Like, answer the question. Josh is there, but how do you feel? Like, I know how Josh feels about he, how you feel. I need to how you, know how you feel about how you feel. But I do feel like Josh was stepping in towards the end of arguments. I don't feel like he was stepping in in the front. I feel like it was when the argument was ongoing. Like you, when I you wish watch, you could see my face right now. I'm giving towards the side And he said, but like, think about it like this. When you watch the reunion, <laughs> we only see a two-minute sec- segment from each section. Right. When each one of those segments actually took us 20 minutes to talk about. So like, they're editing it. So that 10 minutes of conversation is completely edited out just so they can get to that main point in that like, okay, this is this is the bullet points of this conversation. You're never seeing the full conversation. I know. I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate and showing both sides of it. Because you know I love Joshy Poo too. Yeah, Joshy Poo is Joshy This ain't about love. Yeah. This is just, if people are in the hot seat, I want to hear their asses talk and then Josh can yeah. come in and and make it all pretty at the end. All right, let's talk about another argument. Let's talk about the Amber B, Amber V. Let's talk about the Amber B, Amber M argument because I don't know. I'm interested to hear whose side you're on. I already know, but I'm interested to hear. Well, I feel like her intentions were good, but I felt like Amber B self-edited a lot and yeah, tried to like Lola was really upset about things, so Big T wrote her a long letter and then 
Amber B decided to buy Lola flowers. And Lola was like, I'm hip to her shit. Right. Stop trying to one up people. Okay. But also, like, you don't want to create these issues for yourself because, you know, living in the house is stressful. Totally. So that's why I, I think this was the most, the biggest season where people didn't really want to talk about how they felt about each other because of how quickly the game was changing and the partners. And, like, it was just such a stressful season. It was hard to. Yeah. Talk to people about how you really felt about them. Mm-hmm. And that's why I respect Amber M because she she came up to me and a lot of girls wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Amber M came up to me like, do we have an issue? Like, I thought we were cool. And I really respect that. Like, she didn't talk shit behind my back. She came right up to me and she was like, this is this is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what, Amber M, I fuck with you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I found out Amber B was like, yeah, I didn't vote for you, but did. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, these are very two different human styles. And I know Amber yeah. M can be a little like, you know, messy, not messy, but she, you know, she gossips and she, she talks, she doesn't gossip, but she talks her shit. Yeah. You know, she mm-hmm. hates our podcast. It's boring. <laughs> she has her own little YouTube thing where she talks her shit. But like when we were through union, like we hung out and she was awesome, you know? Yeah, and like she was. Amber B was, Amber B was kind too. I'm not, I'm not taking jabs at character, but I'm just taking jabs at character the game when we're at the game like gameplay yeah. and like and i'm more of like hey like casey's closer to me and casey was like i voted for you and i was really upset but i was upset for one day yeah and then i yeah. got over it because it's just a game and when you realize yeah. people had to do what they had to do for their game that's fine i think amber b was so worried about hurting people's feelings mm-hmm. that she may have you know overloved everyone and may have told a white liar too yeah and, I and get you, it. it's her first season yeah but you know what i think it is i think it's it worked in her favor obviously she won and i think ultimately that's a style of gameplay that's only going to last you one season because now you know we're kind of on to you we see how you move i don't know we're going to see how it works out for her in the future because i think that she made a lot more enemies than she intended to make i mean if i was a rookie and i came on and i won i would have been like see y'all and y'all would just have to catch me in the, you know, in the off season or maybe like uh, three seasons away. Like, I don't know if I would come, you know, want to come back immediately. Like, I would probably take a little bit of time off. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't forget, but they have something else to get mad at if they don't have to see you immediately. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was accused of being fake <laughs> by more than one person. And, right. and, you know, she made the moves she had to, but I think that she could have made them differently made the same moves but you know finessed it a little differently definitely yep well i'm excited to see like what happens to her in in this you know future of the game i'm very interested to see if it comes back to bite her in the booty but let's talk about a more beautiful moment in this reunion anisa when they had that little montage of you kicking butt this season how good did it feel to be recognized and have the challenge hold space for a lot of your achievements I mean, it's about time. I thought it was like my whole entire career. Uh-huh. Um, but I really didn't think I wanted to go through all those hairstyles and bad makeup choices. But um, I mean, it felt really good. I think that especially with the women and Corey, but especially the women have have a different level of respect for me. Mm-hmm. It just felt really nice to be to be recognized and have people say such nice things because it was a really difficult season for me. Probably one of my hardest ones to get through because it was just stressful and awful and not as fun Mm -hmm. but there were these bright and shiny moments of you know all the women of color in the final Mm -hmm. all the dailies that I won the things I I never would have 
went skydiving ever, but I did like all these personal achievements. Um, So I'm glad that they they showed that. And it definitely may be emotional, but I was happy about it. Yeah, I loved it so much. And I loved that, you know, they were like asking me, Tori, like, how do you feel about Anissa? I'm like every like the very first time I met Anissa, I doubted her and she kicked my ass. It was from that moment on that I'm like, oh, shit, this is not somebody to fuck with. So I'm so happy that you had a season where people got to see so many amazing highlights from you. And I'm so happy that you had that moment like when you got eliminated and you were like, you know, I'm, I feel like I was part of something bigger with making sure or just wanting there to be women of color in the final and it being completely dominated by women of color. And I think that was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm so supportive of that as your friend and as your ally. And I just I think it was such a beautiful season. You had so many amazing moments and you're literally my favorite person on the show. So you deserve it, Anissa. And like you, you said, it was probably long overdue. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. I love you, too. You know who else who, who loves you? Uh, Amber M, Big T, Nani, all these little hookups that were going on. When, <laughs> when did the Nani hookup happen? So when we were on Free Agents, we were in the van. Oh, damn. <clears throat> and it was Devin, female Devin. Uh-huh. Nani and I in the front seat because we had to ride in these vans because it took two hours to get there on the bus. So we drove and then this little tugboat would take us on this barge across the river and then we'd go to the, the bar or the club, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like we were doing something. Like, can you do this? Can you do that? And then all of a sudden, Nani and I made out and I was like, wow, she's an incredible kisser. But like, we basically kiss the same. So, so am I. Thank you. Um, and then that was it. We never had made out after that, but I will always give Nani props. Nani, you are a great kisser. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I'll never, I'll always, I'll always give her props for that one. Mm-hmm. And then you had that moment with Amber M. My birthday party. Amazing. It was filled with all of the lap dances, even from Lolo Jones, who gave me an exquisite lap dance. She did a great job. Great job. Okay. Not she's not a great dancer. She gave a great lap dance. It was something I never would have expected from her. Mm-hmm. And Gabby gave me one. You gave me one. And then mm-hmm. Fessy gave me one, which was terrifying. So funny. I almost lost my life, but it was incredible. It was so such good. a good night. I guess I made out with Amber M. I didn't. No one told me until about a week later. <laughs> and um, I get really embarrassed when people tell me what I did when I was drunk the night before. Like people mm-hmm. don't know, but I'm kind of shy and I get like really uncomfortable. Mm, I do too. I guess. And they were like, "Yeah, so you and Amber M made out." And I'm like, "Oh my god, Amber, I don't remember. Can you please tell me more?" Mm-hmm. And then I found out about that. And I gave. I know that we were hammered that one night because I gave Big T a kiss on the lips. Big T is not a big like tongue kissing person, so mm-hmm. we only did lip kisses. But Big T is a sweetheart, so it's always fun with her. Yeah, I love Big T, too. That was so cute. Well, there were some other spicy little hookups in the house. You know, Ashley was on a, a fun little tour that night as well. You saw her kissing Fessy, and then she kisses Big T also. I am dead at that Fessy kiss because I love how they're like, all right, let's go into the corner of this room. Let me put this jacket over your face. And let's yeah, no one can see you when, you have my, when I have my white denim jacket on. <laughs> like, so everyone funny. can see you, Fessy. You're going to get caught. Every single person. Yeah. Yeah. He but thought like a- it was a cloak and cloak inv- of invisibility. A cloak of invisibility. Oh my god! The jean jacket of invisibility. He was like, if I put this on, nobody can see me. Yes, dude. You know what's so funny? That that night actually ended up spawning a bunch of podcasts that Ashley went on saying that I. So I don't know. You probably already know this, but Ashley went on podcasts being like, oh yeah, after that night, Tori was mad that I kissed Fessy and she didn't talk to me. 
And, but like, it's so interesting. Like, I just want to like talk about this for a second. Number that one, never I didn't, happened. That ne- that never happened. I didn't know that they kissed. I wouldn't have given a shit if they did. I promise you, I wouldn't have cared. I still don't care. I won't care. I never did. And then it's so interesting because I wasn't talking to Ashley because she was voting you in the next day, and we all knew that they were trying to get us against each other. So it was like this. Like, obviously, I'm not talking to anybody right now because the entire house is against us. It had nothing to do with a fucking kiss. Like, ever. So I just needed to clear the air there because people are Thank you. Like, like, I'm like, no, never. I don't give a shit. Literally couldn't give a shit. Fessy could have fucked everybody in the house and I would have been like, awesome, cool, amazing. We wouldn't have cared. I mean, listen, you're a very sex positive person and you believe in expressing yourself and you wouldn't actually care who no. was doing what, as long no. as they were having a good time and being safe and, and everything was consensual. That's really all That's all it. we really care about here. Have 100%. the best time. I'm a bit, you know me, Anissa, I'm very sexually fluid. I'm like, you know me what, if we're all too. partying, we're doing it. Yeah, I don't care who you are, as long as the vibe is right. We're we're getting to something. Well, like, there was somebody who had a good vibe, and it was Amber and Amici, and I'm mm. so mad they didn't show all the fun they were having all season. I got a... Full on eye eye contact with Amber while something was going down. Fessy was like, let's go over here. We were drunk as shit. I look in, Amber and I make eye contact. I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Um oh, were they were they but, were they get were they getting like yep. cozy cozy? Yeah, girl. Oh my God. That's and I made I straight eye Michi. contact with her. And in the morning I was making jokes. I thought she got offended, but she doesn't give a shit either. So that was yeah, awesome. I like that about her. She's very, very cool. And she was actually, believe it or not, my mom's favorite person on her season of Are the One. So when I came home and she found out that me and Amber didn't like each other, she was kind of upset. <laughs> oh, Barb, it's okay. Well, <laughs> we're going to mend the fences. Um, yeah. I First of all, I love Michi. Shout out to Michi. Yeah. I love you. I know that you're one of Tori's favorite people because you guys favorite. would not shut the fuck up this season singing Michi. every, every R&B song that you could find. <laughs> um, I really did enjoy Michi and Michi really enjoyed my tits. Um, I thought he was he was just such a great time and I liked that him and Amber you know had their little thing it's so nice to have somebody to cozy up to and they were getting they were getting it on and I give them props for you know having fun and enjoying each other absolutely it can be like intimidating to like try to have a connection with somebody while there's a camera on you like even when I was with Jordan and there was a camera on us like you never saw us making out like it was really hard to let that guard down and like enjoy somebody and I love when you see people just kind of like not giving a shit because it is hard to let that guard down so I give it up to Mm -hmm. them too like it was fun to watch them in in real life and I wish that more people got to see them yeah I'm just yeah I'm mad I'm like how did you cut all of that off they were doing it the whole entire time they were they were hooking up the whole season you know they were both there so why Mm -hmm. I don't know I didn't think that should have been saved for the reunion but who am I I am not a producer yeah exactly I'm not an editor I'm not doing anything I'm just here with an opinion Listen, it is what it is. But you know what else is what it is and we just have to accept? The fact that Leroy is now retiring. And I'm upset. I'm upset too. Everybody in the challenge world should definitely be shedding tears right now because what a loss for this community. Like, he is the best. He's one of the funniest guys. And I want to tell the guys that are going to do future challenges, say goodbye to your lineups and your fades because Leroy will not be there to tighten that ass up. So 
There are going to be a lot of guys looking like werewolves by the end of the season. Yeah. Oh, man. And he but is good just, for him. Yeah, Because exactly. he, knows, he knows his worth, and he knows that he's reached a point in time where the challenge doesn't doesn't provide the same things that he needs. You know, he mm-hmm. wants to start the next chapter of his life with Cam. And he really wants to focus on being the best barber he can and making the most money he can with his, with his career and his passion. And yeah. kudos to him. But, Leroy, you will be missed because you are one of the funniest guys mm-hmm. I've ever met. He's so funny. God, he's so funny. And he's, he's so talented. Like, he had such a great season. He had five... Uh, daily challenge wins he makes it to the final him and cam have so many beautiful moments i mean they politically Mm -hmm. dominated this game like it was yeah it was their season you know it's a bummer that you know cam came they cam came in second at least they they got some money which is beautiful and amazing you know but it is a bummer like i definitely wanted to see them one of them take away the win for sure like how do you not want one of them to win (laughs) and i would have loved to have seen leroy win especially just because yeah he never has and I think it would have just been such, you know, the icing on the cake. But like he said, you know, he walked away with so many other wins. And when you realize the challenge is greater than just the money, when you realize that there are these small wins that Mm -hmm. add up, you know, that are there when the money's gone. um, Yeah. Yeah. It was just a really nice moment. The little montage of videos. It was just it was great. Yes. And you know what? At least, like we said, Cam came in second with her partner, Corey. And I'm so excited that we're going to have him on the podcast. We've been waiting to do it all season. But, you know, he's busy being a dad and an amazing person. So we are so excited to have him on the podcast. So stay tuned, guys, because we're going to talk to him next. Attention all challenge fans. There is a ton of great challenge merchandise at the Paramount Shop. We're talking T-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything the challenge at paramountshop.com and take 20% off with code challenge20. That's 20% off at checkout on all challenge products with code challenge20 at paramountshop.com. All right, folks, this is the time we've all been waiting for. We get to interview one of my favorite people, my favorite baby daddy, the king of curls, Corey Wharton. Hey, Corey. It's Mr. TYB himself, baby. Corey, you're you're 30 now, so it's, what is it now? Team Young Gentleman? Yeah. Team, Team Old and Wise. Team oh, old team. and not wise, not not <laughs> toe. You, I don't team know. toe, old I don't and T Y B. We're still T Y B. We're just uh, yeah. the old and wise is now toe because it's yeah. in toe. T O W. I'm yes. dead. Yeah. Oh, toe. I'm dead. Love it. Love the toe alliance. Love a good solid toe alliance. Corey, it is amazing to have you on the show. We've been dying to get you on all season. And well, listen, I'm just honored to be on the number one podcast <laughs> in the world with Corey and Anisa talking my favorite show in the world, The Challenge. Let's oh. get into it. Yeah, I can't. Well, Corey, we just watched the final episode of Double Agents together. How does it yeah. feel? to have this chapter be over um it feels good i'm not gonna lie double agents took a lot out of me mentally physically i think everybody can agree we were just happy to be out of there it felt like the season was never gonna end so 
there was a stretch for the last four challenges. Like we all thought the next challenge was going to be the mm-hmm. last one. And then the next one was the last one. So it just was, it was not, um, it never stopped. So yeah. the challenge never stopped. So I was glad when it was over. Yeah. At least you walk away with some like money though. Like every a little bit of dough, a little bit of dough. You know? like how, good, but... how, yeah. How did that feel to like walk away with at least 50 grand after all that? Do you feel like it was worth right. the pain that you experienced? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and even looking back on the season, I love doing the show. I love doing the seasons. It's always fun. I would never take back my experience that I have on the challenge. Um, And winning the $50,000 makes it worth it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But for me now, it's like, there's nothing more that I can really accomplish except for winning. You know, like, I think that's the next step in order for me to cement my legacy is like, I need to just win. You know, I don't think me going to another final is going to prove anything. I think it's like me personally, I want to prove to myself that I have what it takes to win. So came up a little short, but you never know. Or you could just keep collecting these checks like your good friend, Curly Niece. (laughs) (laughs) Which I will. But personally, I would love to get a win. No, I get it. I get it. And I think that you, you know, you have the wherewithal to do that. I think you're strong enough to do it. We've seen yeah. that you have the endurance. I think that you and Tori should probably get together, get on one of those math classes together, maybe a yeah, hooked sure. on phonics situation, get you I guys like really have good. Multiplication flashcards. I'm going to really excited. Go and um, yeah, yeah, well, I've been Tori's, Tori's been running. She's been doing a mile and then 20 minutes of math, a mile and yeah. then, or whatever, it's, however long it takes her to add two plus two. I under pressure. <laughs> So <laughs> I love her so much. I've, she knows I've I can make Tori's fun of her. Instagram stories. Tori's been working her ass off. So I'm impressed. I'm ready to see what she. I don't have anything. Corey, we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you, Corey. Yeah. I want to talk about your boy. No, I want to know because I remember being on your first show with you. You made it to the final. Yeah. My ass didn't, even though you did want me to be there because you wanted to win. Um, how did this final compare to other finals you've been in? Um, so um, this is the fourth final I've done. And I would say they don't get any easier. Like no matter how many you've done, um, they're just as difficult. Um, it's always just you against yourself. You're really just battling yourself in your own personal limits. So I love going to the final because I never know how far I can push myself. And you never know how your body's going to respond to something unless you are thrown into it. So, you know, each one is different. Each one is has its own difficulties. So, you know, yeah. I'm just thankful that I, this is my fourth one and I came up a little bit short, but it definitely made me gain more confidence and I'm becoming more comfortable with puzzles and the finals. And so I'm just mm-hmm. hoping, man, I can get this big W. I mean, it's crazy. That's coming from someone who said he'd never do a show again after the first one. I hate this. I'm never doing this again. I sat there. He was in bed like, yo, this ain't for me. What? I miss my family. He looked at the pictures like, I don't like this shit. It was not what I thought it was going to be. But Anissa, at this point in my career, um, so after Double Agents, that was my eighth season, um, I have finally started to learn to enjoy the show and enjoy myself while I'm there. Now, don't get me wrong, the game is more cutthroat now than ever before. Mm-hmm. And I felt that last season, I was depressed, just like always. 
but I'm really trying to just enjoy that experience and enjoy the memories that I'm going to have because I, I know that this isn't going to go forever. And when this is done, I'm going on all stars. So then we can- <laughs> no, it goes for a long time. Well, you are part of Shout real world. All star crew. I will welcome you in. I may be the host at that point. You never know, yeah. but uh, I'll tell you all stars ain't much easier. So oh, look, um, yeah, that first episode. Yeah. Be, pre- be prepared for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like like you've done, like you were just saying, talking about the final, like you've done so many and they don't get easier, but this time around you had a great partner. Like you definitely yeah. were hyped to be with cam. So yeah. like, how did I, it feel? Yeah. To like have her as a partner. Yeah. I mean, that was some of my strategy, um, was to, okay, well, I see that cam's getting stolen every time, uh, a guy has the opportunity to steal a partner. They choose Cam. So it all worked out for me because I went into one of the last guy eliminations. So it was perfect. I got to pick the partner that I wanted to run the final with. You know, for me, I've learned that it helps when I have somebody that can keep up with me endurance-wise and somebody who's better than me at puzzles. Now, mm-hmm. I think what gets lost is people think I'm absolute terrible at puzzles, and that's yeah. not really the case. I'm actually decent, but... I'm not as strong as I would like to be. So when I have right. somebody like Ashley, who's like so quick when it comes to math and puzzles, man, she can knock it out. So it just helps me. It gives me more confidence. Like, listen, this is my shot. I have a good shot to win. And Cam was a great partner to work with. This was our first time doing a show together. Um, so there was a lot that we needed to learn about each other and whatnot. But me and Cam, we worked well together and we came up a little bit short. So... During the final, watching Mm -hmm. that, I mean, after that first part, like if you would have won the first um, checkpoint, would you have stayed with Cam or would you have chosen another partner? I would have stayed with Cam because um, Cam was the partner that I wanted. Um, I feel like we balanced each other out really well. Um, So, yeah, I would have stayed with Cam, honestly. Um, I was thinking CT was going to grab Cam because when he had the chance to, he did during the season. Mm-hmm. I was thinking he was going to switch up partners, but when he chose to keep Amber, um, you know, I was like, cool, I'm keeping the partner I want. Now, I don't know if Pam would have stuck with me. She said she would have, um, right. but who knows how that would have played out. Right. Yeah. Amber B was a gazelle. I mean, CT picked the right person. Yeah. I think everything happens for a reason, but this is one thing that I was trying to figure out. What was up with you in this curse? It didn't affect you at all. Like, if anything, it worked in your favor because it left you rogue. Yeah. Kept <laughs> it me left rogue. you rogue when you needed to be. Rogue kept was you rogue. not talked about enough. Being rogue was a blessing. Like, it really was. Yeah. Like, not only did you get to miss that next challenge, but you got to, like, sit out kind of. And you got to take a deep breath from the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to take yourself outside of the game for a day. Yeah. And that seems like a long time. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of get to see how everything else plays out. You can't go into elimination. So I loved being rogue. I hope they bring rogue back. <laughs> totally. I hope they don't bring, I hope they rogue, bring rogue back. back. I'll be rogue. No, because you set home all these all these girls. I now. mean, he didn't send them home. home. I know. I know. Listen, there are, uh, Corey the has a couple curses. So that ain't the only one. Yeah, for sure. Corey. Hmm. I want to know out of out of the 20 women that you were partnered with this season. Yes. Who's your favorite partner? Uh, My favorite partner, Tori. You don't got to say me, Corey. I think Tori wasn't here. I would still say Tori. No, but honestly, Tori's somebody who I've always wanted to work with. 
I know that she's a beast, and um, I was just glad that this season, me and Tori had the opportunity to kind of become closer, and we kind of got to do a little bit of gameplay together, which was cool, because we never have. Yeah. Um, All my partners were, I mean, who else? Natalie was somebody I was disappointed. I didn't get to really, me and her did the drone challenge, and then she left. Mm -hmm. So we all know Natalie's a beast, so I wanted to see what she was about. Um, Ashley was Ashley. You know, me and Ashley, we work well together just because we did the same real world season. Um, So we have an understanding of each other and I kind of know how she works. Um, But the other like rookie girls, they were all great to work with, but I didn't feel confident running a final with them. So Mm. I would say my top three partners would have had to be Tori, um, Ashley, and then Natalie. And Cam. Oh, Cam, Cam too. I had let's, so many. let's forget about I, I know dollar girl partners. I had so many partners. but I know it's hard so many women yeah, Cam's so the one I won the money with so Cam yeah. by far is my best part <laughs> yeah. like, let's get this straight okay yeah but um yeah besides that it was cool yeah it's hard to catch a, your rhythm with somebody especially in a game like double agents where you never know who's working with who and then the voting secret and it's just yeah. a complete mind fuck so it's like eight one me, night stands. You said what? Yeah. It was like eight, eight one night stands. Six. You exactly. never get to know a girl that way. One of my favorite parts of the season was literally the beginning of it because like, you know, Anissa wins and then she gets to find out she gets to pick whoever she wants. And then it's like, all right, free for all. You guys pick who you want. And Core, me and you just like look at each other and we're like, I'm like, please. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, take I don't me. know if that's just us being lazy. Yeah. Or we were just happy with each other. We didn't move an inch. We just literally did like, we looked around, we looked at each other and we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and you? Yeah. Let's give it a and shot. To... I was happy. I, you legit I thought they were going to let us. Yeah, you were you one of the top people that I wanted to be with. So I was very happy about it. Yeah, same. And I just know, like, you know, you have so many, such an important thing to fight for. You know, you have Mila, you have Ryder, mm-hmm. you have your family. So, like, yeah. I'm just like, I, I got to make sure I got Corey's back, you know? Yeah, no, I loved it. And, yeah, like I said, we've never worked together. So yeah. it was a unique opportunity for me to kind of dive into some of the people that you work with and then for you to dive into some of the people that I work with and for us to have that that meshing bond but uh yeah totally I mean it was a crazy season across the board and like you said it was probably the most difficult season ever but what moment are you the most proud of the most proud of um I would have to say for me I needed to beat Darrell in that elimination for my confidence um I needed to, I needed some confidence, you guys. I had a, I didn't win one challenge until later on in the season. So like, I was just getting shitted on left and right. This person was backstabbing me. I couldn't trust this person. Yeah. I had nobody in the game. Like I was at a, I was at a, (laughs) no, yeah, I know I had you in the game. Okay. um, Cause you say no one, I get offended every time I hear no one. Okay. Sorry. I had you in the game, but it was just like, it was a lot going on. So definitely my elimination with Darrell and the way that I won, it just made me feel good. It gave me the confidence that, okay, I'm, I'm not useless. And, um, no, what? you killed it too. Like you, I, flew. It, I wish people would have been there yeah. to see you in that elimination. And I love Darrell, but like you, 
It felt good. I don't see anything. I mean, you me sprinted and then you were leaping like you had a cape on. <laughs> you like flew to the buzzer. I've never seen anything I was like locked that. Locked in. So, and you, feels, know you guys know how it feels to go into an elimination and it'd be something that you consider your strength. You're like, yeah. let me showcase something that I usually don't get to showcase. And for people who, you know, all of us who trained before the challenge, you know, running and sprinting is something that I do train for. So, for me to be able to showcase that, it felt good, man. Felt good. You know what? Watching that, it brought me back to Dirty 30 because in the purge on Dirty 30, you literally had to do the same thing. And it was against, like, Darrell was in that. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, oh, no. When I saw, because obviously I wasn't there, but when I watched it back, I was like, uh-oh, this is just going to yeah. be a replay. Except this time it's a rope yeah, on your back and not know, a cannonball. I was, yeah, I didn't know I was going to win the way that I did. I for sure thought we were going to be struggling in that sand. Yeah. And I was like, damn, Darrell, we all know his tank never hits E. Darrell yeah. can keep going. So I guess, yeah, my strategy was obviously hit that buzzer before he can even get to the point where we're fighting in the sand because yeah. I'm playing into his strengths now. So, um, yeah, that, that was definitely the moment that I needed this season to keep me fighting. Yeah, well, you did that, so congrats. It was fucking Thank awesome you. to watch. Yeah. But, like, what is, you know, after speaking about something positive, let's just, like, reflect on maybe some of the things you didn't yeah. like that you did. Yeah. Like, so what would you say if you could, like, go back into the season and change one thing or if there's one thing you regret, what is it? Um, That's the thing. I, if there was one regret, I wish I could have done more fighting for Nelson not to go down. I wish I would have politicked more for Nelson not to go down. I wish that I would have been in that elimination. Um, but yeah, you live and you learn. I don't really regret anything. I'm that yeah. type of person that's like, listen, I know I'm gonna mess up. I know I'm not perfect and you live and you learn. And especially in the challenge house, it's like every challenge is so different. Like it really is. And it could be something so small. It's like when Anissa and Kyle won that day that they weren't supposed to win because the house basically knew, okay, we're throwing in Kyle or Anissa that day and they ended up winning the challenge. It just throws everything off. So yeah, it was, it was a crazy season for sure. Yeah, it definitely was. And then we all had to relive that Nelson and Fessy drama. Yeah, I mean, that was, what do you think about it? I guess now, like you were there um, in the moment when, you know, Fessy think, walks down to go against him and his explanation on the show when you were pissed. Yeah. I to was pissed his reaction on the reunion. Um, I knew what Fessy did was it was too early. It was a mistake. I feel like he's so confident in all these other physical eliminations. I don't know why he saw that one and thought, okay, I need to go in now. And talking to them both, I understand both points of view. You know, Fessy was like, listen, I was going to lose a friend anyways. So why not go down and get my skull? And I don't know. End of the story is I think Fessy was wrong. And sometimes you got to just say, listen, homie, you were wrong. You know what I mean? Like you were in the wrong and it is what it is. And so as far as him and Nelson go, I don't know. That's going to be ugly. I don't know what's really going to happen with those two. Um, yeah. Like you're going to be yeah, caught that, in the middle kind of, right? Yeah. I was definitely caught in the middle and it, yeah. I, and it, it was, ah, oh, it sucked because it was like Nelson was my best friend in the game and mm -hmm. then he's going home. And then I considered Fessy like, my number two guy in the game. And then he kind of just threw in my number one. So am I his number two guy? Like it just, it messed with me mentally. And then a week later, Jay like winked at me telling me I'm not going in. And I did, I was messed up in the head. And um, 
I just learned that next season I play, I have to come with it. And it just showed me, I was talking to CT about this, that like, I guess our politics weren't what we thought they were because yeah. these schools come ready and they come ready to play. And the big brother people, the survivor people, they stick together. So all of us real <laughs> world OG slash are you the one you. people, let's stick together and let's kill it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. A little small sister alliance. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm so happy that none of them listen to this podcast because they're never going to see it coming, but we're going to have planted seeds way before. Yeah, they'll never hear this. <laughs> I mean, we're really trying to, we're really trying to put the fun back in the challenge. Let's do that. Please, Anissa, please. I'm, I'm here with all of the fucking jokes. Yeah. All the jokes. Yeah. I think you want to know why I think last season was so cutthroat was the secret voting. Yeah. I just feel like it's not as stressful when it's not secret voting. When you can sit in a room and TJ's like, okay, go through your votes. And you're looking at somebody say, I want to see Corey and Tori go into that elimination. Then you know mm -hmm. that that person basically has the balls to go against you in that elimination. If that's how the season plays out. But right, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I just hope there's not secret voting because everyone's kind of walking around being sneaky because yeah. they can. You can play it to yeah. your advantage. You know, I'm, I yeah. mean, listen, Court, I'm not saying that you're sneaky because you're not, but you're sly. Like, there was this one moment where you convinced Fessy to vote himself into elimination. No, I don't get talked about enough. People think I'm like, just a That was so sad. Okay, I have a little bit of brains up there, and they work. You do. I just work in a different way. Like, I just, I don't know. But it yeah. was it was sly like that saved you and like that saved you from going in right because that was that yeah. whole cam thing where she was gonna inevitably throw herself down there would would have right. would have been you and Fessy in a hall brawl. Want to know what sucks though, you guys? And I have to admit this is when you watch something in the house happen and you had no clue about it. Yeah, like, was I that <laughs> oblivious to not know what was really going on? Like, I, I I'm gonna be real. I didn't know that Leroy was gonna tell Cam to throw herself down. So then it was me and Fessy. That didn't really even cross my mind because I was like, why would Cam risk that if we don't know if it's a guy or a girl? I don't know. Yeah, because Cam knows shit. Cam was the Oracle. She knew everything that was going was on. So for some reason, Cam knew what the hell was going yes. on. And I'm just glad that I did talk Fessy into throwing himself down there because, like you said, Tori, that kind of saved me. So. A hundred percent it did. And I think it was probably one of the smartest decisions. And it, I don't know, like, did you have any inkling to do it or were you just kind of like. Well, the best part about it is I didn't really have to fake anything because I was just being real. I was like, Fessy, you talk about winning, right? You're not going to be happy just going to a final. And I'll tell you guys right now, I didn't think Amber B was going to be able to pull off the win. So I was like, you know, if you want Casey, you go into this last elimination and you win. Like, and I was just talking to Fessy, just chopping him up and, you know, just being real with him. And in the back of my head, I'm like, this is great because not only is Fessy agreeing with me, I'm spitting out all these valid points as to you made it this far. You might as well play for the win. You know, in the back of my head, I'm just thinking Leroy and Cam are going to be happy about this because Cam let me know, hey, the one thing I got to do is protect Leroy. So I was like, let me try to do the best that I can to make sure Leroy doesn't go down there. And it all worked out. So I was happy about that. Yeah, yeah. You were being a good guy. 
Yeah. To be honest, yeah. you're trying to say, and yeah. sometimes if you don't have to be an asshole to win these things or to come in second, so no, but it's a lot easier if you are. So. <laughs> True. Literally. Yeah, but when you're an asshole, when you're nice, there's less to apologize for, and I don't want to have One to make amends with people. Too is that a lot of these players are going to start feeling. They're going to start to notice how the challenge is different from Survivor and Big Brother. And what I mean by that is a lot of these Big Brother and Survivor people, they're used to doing these shows. They're used to backstabbing people, but that karma doesn't stick with them. And what happens on the challenge is, yeah, Jay, you backstabbed me or yeah, Fessy. You know, all that karma is going to catch up to you at some point, you know. And we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. But I just think they're starting to realize that, okay, you know, it seemed like a good idea at the time to backstab this person and then make a sly move, but is it really going to play out for you? And I think people yeah. will see that. And yeah. Yeah, it's because we have reoccurring casts. It's because we come back season after cast. fucking season. Like, I will what are you see going you in three months? I'll see you in a couple months. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. We're reoccurring. It's crazy so you how have fast. to play the game a little different. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. I love in this uh, in this reunion too how like you you tell Fessy you're like yo you need like a piece of humble pie like if you I'm take the anything first one to tell him that I'm the yeah. first one to tell him that it's just like in a locker room talk like me and Fessy talk shit about each other but we're just like talking you know what I mean I make fun of him he can't finish finals he thinks he's better at uh, he's better physically than me at everything so like you still beat him what exactly <laughs> you, you still know? beat him but we just we throw low blows at each other because that's kind of what we're used to. And I'm the first person to tell him, like, yo, I know how you're feeling, but you just got to be humble, you know? And I think the only way for that to happen is he will be. It's going to happen. He's going to get into an elimination, and it's not going to play towards his strength. And the person he's going against is going to be better than him. And I feel like that first defeat, when you lose in an elimination and you have nobody to blame but yourself, you feel that. I don't care who you are. You feel that, and you yeah. automatically get a slice of that humble pie. So I think Fessy's great for the show. Um, he's a great competitor. Yeah. Um, nothing but respect to him, but he played a messy game, and we'll see mm-hmm. if it uh, works out for him, you know? Yeah, I feel – I hope that he – he. I mean, I always tell him, I'm like, you know, just grow up a little bit, you know? Yeah, like, that's all it is. If you, you could know. have a little bit of, like – you know, the competitiveness with like a little bit of humility, like you could be great at this. But what but we you have are to right. I think that, that first that, that just might be fessy though. I know. This and that first him. loss though is the truth though, Corey. But it's probably not gonna be somebody to be like against somebody who's bigger than him. Watch it be like no, a small nobody guy bigger we than always him. Nobody I know. I know, but just in case they bring on somebody who's six six two sixty. Yeah. I'm just saying if there's like some hormone injected humongous human right. they import from some other country <laughs> and they plop in there but i'm just saying like a nelson size small or a smaller human and he gets in there and it's some shit he's not good at I yeah feel like i mean we all know the- with these eliminations tori you've done enough seasons anisa you've done enough these eliminations are toss-up sometimes you yeah. know um everyone hopes that they get something physical because then it's more in your control and more in yeah. your power but some of this stuff is like did you get the right side or the left side? Did you get, you know, it is yeah. toss-up stuff. But, um, yep. you know, I definitely think that it is coming for Fessy. I think he will 
be humbled a little bit and let's hope mm-hmm. if he comes back on another season, you know, he just kind of chills out a little bit. I don't know, man. Like, but like you said, and like I, from a producer standpoint, we're not producers, but he is yeah. fucking, he's fun to watch because he creates so much controversy. Like even when he fought with C, uh, CT in that argument, like who has the balls to go up to CT yeah. and be like, I'm here to take the title. Like that's crazy. Yeah, no, no. And if you look at like all the great ones, We've all kind of stepped up. Well, we're not great ones, but just people who are competitive. I mean, you look at Johnny. I'm pretty sure Johnny and CT have gone at it. Wes and CT have gone at it. Jordan and CT have gone at yeah. it. Me and CT have gone at it. Fessy and CT. You know, like, the top dogs, like, we go after each other a lot of the time. So I knew that that was going to happen. We we all know how uh, Fessy feels how about himself and how CT feels. And you got Fessy, the new up-and-coming dude, and – CT's the old head, so um, the old head, the old head, <laughs> still the fucking killing it. He's the OG, and um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's good. Do it's you good think Bessie? Yeah, do you think he's gonna come in next season better, or you think he like not better? You think he's gonna come in different, or do you think he's gonna play the same hand? Oh no, he's coming in worse. Oh, he's coming in straight Kevin Gates lyrics. I mean, <laughs> in, like listen. I bitch, you know you're not better than me. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it's a format where he can showcase that. Hopefully he leaves that cream outfit at something home. Something that we did learn is that, you know, a lot of his partners said that he wasn't the greatest to work with. So <gasps> there was one thing I would tell him is like, hey, you got to start becoming a better teammate because this isn't always an I game. This isn't always a me situation, right? You got to work with somebody. So this whole season was a, a, was a us thing. Yeah. It was never an eye. Well, thing. for the challenges, it was to the end. And voting was an eye. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That was yeah. a big, 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 big eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a crazy season, man. It was, and we had some crazy, crazy challenges. I want to know which one was your favorite. Oh. My favorite challenge. Uh, ah, favorite challenge. Well, obviously, Swimming. the one that I won. Uh, <laughs> but besides that, I would probably say the skydiving. Yeah. I like doing things like that. There's something that like, I don't know, it's pretty epic. Jumping out of a plane 15,000 feet up is like insane. I also like doing things that I might die. So, um, <laughs> skydiving's cool. The swimming one. Yeah. Where my life is at stake. It gets me going. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what else got you going? What? Was being called the challenge's resident flirt on Dirty 30. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like to see other people getting dirty this season? I love it. I have retired yeah. everybody. My hookup yeah. shoes are on the wall. I am the mm-hmm. first cast member to be introduced into the Challenge Hall of Fame. <laughs> I in this. I will now be electing new members every season. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and right now, the next runner-up for the Hookup Hall of Fame has got to be my girl, Ashley Mitchell. So, yeah. Yeah. Mitchell is coming for the Hookup Hall of Fame for sure. She's living her best life, and I love it. Yeah, she owns it. every Why second not? of it. Yeah, I'm Enjoy living for it. it. Enjoy it. Bring bring some fun back to the show. Enjoy it. Yeah, we'll bring and, some uh, men um, back on the show that yeah. are single, <laughs> that are fine. Bring some ladies that are with it. Like, mm-hmm. let's go, you know? Mm-hmm. Sweeten yep. it up for us so we can yep. make this shit spicy. Mm-hmm. That, yep. Mm-hmm. We want it Shit. spicy. Let's go. 
I don't care how old I am. I'm still spicy. Yes. Oh, we ah. saw in the reunion. Hey. <laughs> and you know, like, it's like you said. It's, I don't care. It's good to have moments like that because then you have like these other moments where like, you know, Leroy, and I love Leroy to death, but man, he pulled some moves this season. Yeah, Leroy played a whole new game. And but real brand new. Do you think mm-hmm. it was because he was retiring? And did you have any inkling that he was, Core? I had no clue Leroy was retiring until mm-hmm. the final. He told me while we were doing the overnight challenge. I was like, Cam, he's lying. So that's when I found out. Um... Mm-hmm. I think Leroy played his best game he's probably ever played because he won five challenges. Yeah. And we all know with winning becomes you, you gain power. And so he had a lot of power throughout the season. Yeah. Um, and let's be honest, Cam made him play his best game. Without Cam, he wouldn't have been able to play the game that he played. Cam is very smart. She's yes. great at the show. Yeah. Um, and – yeah, she she made Leroy the best Leroy could be for double agents. And he mm-hmm. made a hell of a season, man. He, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're gonna miss you, Lee. Yeah. Shout out to you. Man. Miss you Shout Lee, out to Leroy. Shout out to you, Lee. Yeah. Well, speaking of retiring, Corey, you went from real world to the challenge. Yeah. To I think you did X on the beach. Yes, I yeah. did. And then now Teen Mom. Yes, don't forget how far see... is Tattoo Far. I did that. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. We actually stars. talked on that. I remember because I was, I was on there Don't for forget how far is Tattoo Far, Nisa. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, My right leg see... was letting you know about that. Um, I know, and I saw it. Um, yeah. Could you ever see yourself retiring? I mean, you've done so many things now. I mean, no. I, don't, I mean, obviously, at some point, I see myself retiring. Come on now. Yeah, like old uh, ass mom. As, as well as Darrell moves at 40, I'll tell you that. It's like, not that far away, I'll be no, honest. No, I'll tell crazy. you that you start to give less of a fuck the older you get. Like, I could care less now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't care less now than He's I did great. when I was younger. Weird. You already know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you don't care about shit. So, yeah. like, I'm all for it. Listen, it's a different type of fire. Great opportunity. It is. My favorite um, show that I've been a part of. Um, and I love going on the show. So until they want to stop having me, I'm going to keep coming. Yeah, now, does that my mean boy. I'm going to keep doing them consecutively? King of no. girls. Got kids. I'm, I'm going to take some time off yeah. in between this season, you know, because something that I realized is that money can't buy time with your kids. Like when I came home, Mila. It took her a couple months to fully respond to me the way that I wanted her to respond to me because we were gone for so long. So it kind of messed me up a little bit. So I just it right there. I just knew I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll do the next one. But then let's take a break. Yeah, so I'm going to keep doing this thing for however long the network wants me to. But I will be taking breaks from here and there. Good. So it's. So it's safe to assume since the season ended, you've just been full on daddy mode. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to enjoy my kids. I got two birthday parties this week. Like we are living it up. I am just trying to watch Mila walk. Aww. Aww. I'm trying to get her to walk. So Ooh, other is she than just that, crawling around right now? Is she man, pulling she, herself up? No, you know what she does? Her little lazy butt will sit there and walk on her knees. And bounce <gasps> on her knees. I'm like, oh my god, stand up, get your little lazy butt up. We know you can walk so quick. 
<laughs> oh my god she's, she's scared to fall on her butt so we're just making her brave but yeah she's so cute both she of them are so cute, cute. i know oh Ryder's birthday today. Make sure you guys go tell Ryder happy birthday. Yes, I want her to wear yep. a Spider-Man outfit. It's the cutest. Oh, she's got <laughs> we we got her a whole. She is whole so dark stuff. cute. Like, her thing right now is she likes to do fashion shows. Ooh, so, she ah, so she's fancy now. Do a performance like a song, sing, and then she wants to go change into her next outfit. So <sighs> Ryder K like is night. becoming a star. We all thought she would be. And yeah. it's amazing to watch. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, amazing. Dude, Cora, it's honestly, it's a pleasure to have you. We love That's hearing about your life. Yeah. We only got two more crazy questions for you. We asked this for everybody. Yep. So for you, because you've had so many partners this season, but if you had to pick like one celebrity partner, could be like an athlete, could be like a superstar, who would be your celebrity challenge Drake. partner? Give me Drake. <laughs> Yes. Give me Drake. If yes. the opposite sex partner, I'll wear the wig. I don't care. <laughs> me and Drake can be partners. Yes. I love him. Yes, Drake. Champagne Poppy loves. Shout out to Champagne Poppy, man. Yes. He's a fan of the show. He yes. loves the show. And he, like, I was just on FaceTime with him before talking to you guys. And Shut the fuck up. I was talking to him. He's <laughs> no. such a liar. Oh, Nah, That's why Corey's game isn't like solidified completely because you saw that lie. Yeah, yeah. I know. He could only lie if he wasn't looking at us. If we couldn't see his cute little smiling face, he yeah. could pull that off. True. But um, True. yeah, no, I would definitely want to be partnered with Drake. Yeah. He'd no be really good for the morale in the house too because he's funny as yeah, shit. Yeah, he's funny. Seems yeah, like a, looks he, good. Like the, he likes competition, so he'll be good at competing. Yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah. He could or, too, or he could just look all at that board. He could just sing. Nice. Yeah, so amazing. I want to ask a question. This is the final one. Have you watched any of the All Stars? Well, there's Anissa, only been one. Anissa, I'm not too far away from doing All Stars. Of course, <laughs> I watch All Stars. Like, I'm not that young kid from Bloodlines anymore, baby. I'm coming up close on All Stars. But, um, How'd you feel? Yeah, about I watched it? it. I mean, I'm a fan. Before I started doing the show, I was a fan. So, like, I was a fan of the real world. I was a fan of the challenge. So now to see some of these people that I used to watch is awesome. And to meet them is awesome. And you guys got Ruthie back. You got Tech. Tech was the reason I wanted to do the real world. Because mm. right before he got into the house, he went skinny dipping. I don't know. As a kid, I thought that was super cool. <laughs> I was like, He's living his life. So, like, in my season of the real world, I went skinny dipping in our little hot tub. So, like, it's just, it's crazy watching all these people that, you know, we all grew up watching, yeah. getting a, a shot to compete again and to be on television. And I'm happy for Cyrus, too, because Cyrus has been talking to me for so long about, bro, I want to get back on the show. And to go to his premiere and to see, like, how excited he was to be mm -hmm. back in the spotlight and to just, just be doing the challenges again, it made my day. So I'm happy for all the OGs, man. You guys deserve it. You guys yes. have a fan in me. I'm nothing but supportive of you guys. And yes. I'll see you in a couple of years. <laughs> I love it. We love yeah. you, Cor. Thank you for taking time out of yes. your daddy day. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. You got the number one podcast. <laughs> We're lit. You got Tori Deal. You got Anissa. Make sure you guys tune in. And hopefully I see you guys on the next season. Corey can't. Corey can't pronounce my last name. So he's like, and you've got Anissa. <laughs> Anissa Ferreira. Ooh. There we go. 
Look at him. Look at him. He's doing so much shit. Well, Court, before, before you go, give a shout out to everything you got going on your YouTube channel, like where we could follow you. Yeah, I mean, listen. Listen up. You guys listening? <laughs> yes. Good, good, good. All right. No. Uh, make sure you guys go to my YouTube channel. It's the Wharton family. If you want to know more about my life outside of just me competing, my YouTube channel is a perfect opportunity for you to see the type of father I am, to see my girls grow up, because trust me, Ryder and Mila have their own personalities, and they are much bigger than everything else. So to watch them is awesome. The Wharton family on YouTube, check it out. Make sure to follow the Instagram, and most importantly, make sure you guys watch the challenge. It's the best show on TV, and let's uh, continue to make it that way. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Love you, Corey. Thank you, homie. I'm out of here. All right. Bye, Bye, baby. Bye. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indul- your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. All right, folks, it's time for Challenge Confidential, where we tell you a secret or two. 
I'd like to discuss what happened after the reunion because, you know, tensions can get really high when you're sitting on that stage talking about the things that happened this season and kind of reliving them and hashing them out. But one of the beautiful things about a lot of these people on the stage is that we all kind of just want to have fun and party. So we were so lucky to celebrate Corey's birthday and we celebrated with a really tiny little after party at a penthouse. And Anissa. And shit got a little crazy. Oh my God, Anissa, those videos of me, of you twerking and me with my head on your butt, just like bouncing up and down. Like, I got to put that video out because it's so fucking good. You still haven't even shown me. So that's fine. It's good. I watch it by myself when no one's with me. Cool. Well, that, that doesn't I worry love me it. at all. No, but that's what happens. It's like once this, once the show's over and the, the reunion, because it's so stressful, is wrapped, we just get to relax, let loose. Give each other hugs, tell each other how we feel, say we love each other, and, you know, it's on to the next. Yeah, it was a good party, and I think we mentioned it before, but after that party, that was when we all got stuck in an elevator, and it was literally the most strange bonding experience that anybody could ever go through. Like, me and Aunt- bonding, being stuck underneath Fessy's legs? (laughs) Listen, we were in an elevator with four guys that were too tall to sit down. Yeah. So when Fessy decided to sit, Josh Blair witched um, in the corner of the elevator. Very uncomfortable. (laughs) Then there was Charles and then somebody else. I mean, the longest legs you could have ever imagined than Tiny Jay with his head on Fessy's shoulder. I have pictures. I will post them at some point. It's so good. I was like, Fessy, how are you going to sit down? How are these tall ass guys going to sit down? We were in like a web. Like you and your friends were there and we were just overlapped. Oh, it was it was not good. But you know what? We had the fire department come through. Shout out to the fire department of New York. And uh, they saved us. And then now it's just a memory for our memory books. It was like an amazing way to top off the season. Like, why not? Top oh, yeah. Get stuck for off. an hour. Yeah. Get stuck in an hour, an hour in an elevator. Why not? Why not? That's that's no, totally. It would be double it. agents if we had like crawled through the top and did some weird yeah. spy shit. But we aren't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we did yeah, none of not- that. We sat on the ground. Oh, well, Anissa, it has been a spectacular spectacular season it was probably the most stressful season I was ever a part of but honestly I learned so many things it was amazing to watch and it's always a pleasure to do a season with you we've done three seasons now together or four I know double uh champs oh no five including champs for stars mm-hmm. like we have we have been if you guys were wondering world. how we became friends that's how we spent some yeah. time on the off season and on <laughs> yeah. spinoffs loving yeah. each other it was loving basically me loving her until she loved me back I love you forever, and I've loved you all. I love you, too. I'm so happy that we're friends. I'm so happy we do this podcast together, and I'm so happy that you are on All Stars because I'm rooting for you every day, every episode. So, guys, make sure that you catch the biggest event in Challenge history, and that's Challenge All Stars because it is streaming now exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. We're going to be covering all things All-Stars now that Double Agents is over. So make sure you stay subscribed so you don't miss a second of the action on MTV's official Challenge podcast. Yay! I can't wait. And he's allowed to do this shit. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 